Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to brelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Fatality. Hey Jake, I like video games. Hey Tony, I like video games too. You know what game I really like? What game is that? Uh, what is it? Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Mm. Look at that box art. I, you know, I just played that game myself not too long ago. I fucking love that game. Yeah. So, like, disclaimer right up front, I am a total Naughty Dog, like, mm-hmm. fanboy, so like, they can do nothing wrong by me, like, Uncharted and Last of Us are like my two favorite. Uncharted Four and Last of Us are my like two of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, this so, I think other than Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. like one of them for the Xbox. This is my first Naughty Dog game. Did you not even play like any of the PlayStation ones? Like, nah. Holy shit! Add I've, that add that to the list. Only only Crash Bandicoot. I think uh, something Tycoon. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, anyways, this is. Nothing like Crash Bandicoot. Kind of. I mean, like, you can see influences in, like, the game's design. Right. And they actually allude to that a lot in Uncharted 4. Main like, protagonist, big and orange. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he's a wild animal. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it's it's a really interesting game. Like, for people that haven't played it before, it's very it's like Indiana Jones, the video game. So yeah. you're running, gunning, traveling all over the world, chasing down treasure and bad guys and stuff. A lot less Nazis in this game. A lot less. A lot less Nazis, but it's it's still pretty great. Oh, uh, before we really get into it, there will be extreme spoilers oh. for Uncharted 2 and minor for, I guess, the rest of the series. Yeah, I, yeah, we're... I'm going to try not to spoil things too hardcore for the other games, mm-hmm. but Uncharted right. 2, we're talking about everything. So yeah. if you ever plan on playing this game and you care about the story, yeah, just probably cut it off. <laughs> so yeah, a lot less Nazis in Indiana Jones. Still a Nazi, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Main main bad guy, right? Like no, no, the like old guy, Schaefer. Oh, Schaefer. Remember, Schaefer. he was a Nazi. What are you talking about? Schaefer? He's like the old German dude you find in the village. Oh, the one in Tibet. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, hey, uh, random dude, take Nathan Drake to this site where I had all my Nazi friends killed. Holy shit! But he killed them for a good purpose for a good purpose <laughs> um so yeah let's let's talk about this story so like what are some of your favorite parts from the game like it's it's an interesting setup in the fact that like um nate like you get introduced to nate as mm-hmm. like he at the, i think his first introduction he's at like some like uh beachside bar and like right. he meets up with flynn and chloe and flynn's like oh shit Treasure man, <laughs> <laughs> having having never played an Uncharted game, I the sexual tension between Nathan and Flynn is palpable <laughs> in the first scene. <laughs> so it's frosted tips, man. It's, it's just a, it's a good look. It's a real good look. But it, yeah, so it's the game's about treasure, and like it starts off with like Marco Polo. It starts about treasure, and yeah, and then it it slowly drifts off. We will get to that. <laughs> we will. Yeah, we will we'll get will. to that. Um, but so, so story wise, do you like the characters? Like, do, like so, it's your first Uncharted game. Like, yeah. Do you, like you get introduced to Nate in a pretty fast pace, but like you understand who that guy is right like, from the start, yeah. right? You get it. He's kind of like swashbuckling yeah saving the day and chasing down treasure mm-hmm. you know, chaotic well, he good. doesn't really save the day for a while in this game he yeah, starts he's, to, he's, he, he starts the game a as a thief really yeah. you know, among thieves yeah ha-ha. yeah ha-ha, there it is. <laughs> yeah like uh, the first main mission of the game is a museum heist yeah um that is, i never really thought about it i guess yeah. overall like the story is it's nothing special I'm just gonna put it that way. It's not. It's nothing you haven't seen before. You from would an action not flick. be surprised by anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the strength of the game's story is how it's told it in the video game medium, right? So like, you get to spend more time with these main characters, more than mm-hmm. you'd ever do in a, in a in a movie. Like, it's 
you get to know Drake so much more through just the amount of cutscenes and then like the little dialogue in between like the gameplay stuff where he's he's always like uh, quipping and like he's got little yeah. one-liners and stuff and it's it's a cool thing to give a little more life to all the characters and like um, Uncharted Two you don't spend a ton of time with Sully like that character kind of leaves right he's kind of like kinda... in there for a little bit and then it's like okay now I'm gone and he's and he's he's gone and he's he just doesn't show up for the rest of the until the last cutscene yeah yeah <laughs> and it's like kind of like yeah that's that's a fun little thing to do but like. Mm-hmm. You still understand who Sully is, too. Right. Like, in the short time that you're with them. Like, they do a good job, like, developing all the characters. Except for the main bad guy. He's oh, like, yeah. Blagarovich? Yeah, whatever. It's Lazarovich. Lazarovich. Lazar- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's just, like, some tyrannical warlord that is chasing after Marco Polo's treasure, which ends up being Shambhala. Right. Um, just to, like, take over the world, I guess. Like, he's just a bad dude. There's no motivation behind that character. Okay, I'm gonna get into two beats that I didn't like about the story real quick. Okay. One of them I'll come back to, which is just, like, the main ending. Not, like, the ending, but, the, like, the, the third act of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at first, like you said, it's, like, a fun Indiana Jones National Treasure-like story, except you get more time with the characters because it's a longer game. Yeah, yeah. That works for and against it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you know, Nathan Jake, he's fun kickback loose treasure hunter but then you also have to fill like a 10 hour game and the way you fill that is with lots of fighting yeah so yeah. i don't really like relate to nathan drake because i haven't killed 500 people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's one of the things that i wrote down about like the story it's like so nathan drake mm-hmm. will do anything to save his friends including killing millions of innocent people. Right? And well, I guess I'm they're wondering, not innocent. I guess they're not innocent, but... But I'm like, wondering what Lazarvich is telling these goons <laughs> that they're just willing to throw themselves by the dozen into the human meat grinder that is Nathan Drake. Yeah, it's, it's, his killing power is unbelievable, but, like, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And, like, he, like he has no problem killing anybody. Same with the rest of his crew. Chloe... Right. Um, Elena Savage She's fucking murdering people And then it's like you You know You like Shoot somebody Like you pop off a headshot With the rifle And the trophy pops up For like This is 100th headshot you've gotten And then Nathan Drake Lets off a little quip At the 100th life He's just ended that way <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like I get it I get like the Like the relatability Not the relatability Like the humor And sort of like The laid backness of it But uh-huh. at the same time It's sort of like Disconnected from who he is supposed to be. Yeah. Right, like, going through, like, tombs and somehow still functioning mechanical yeah. contraptions after thousands of hundreds of years. Yeah. Like, that I get. That I get him being, like, kind of quippy and, like, making jokes like another lever puzzle. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll smile at that, but... During combat, you're During talking... combat, it's just like, yeah, you're sort of losing me here. Yeah, like, so, the way the game is, like, paced is, like, really interesting and i i totally agree like i think the combat of that game mm-hmm. while good is probably my least favorite part of it yeah. like the gunplay is tight it's solid so for people that haven't played this game are still listening um <laughs> it's it's a third person game so over the shoulder basically when you're aiming down the sights and it's very action oriented like when you, mm-hmm. you can run and gun like i really enjoyed that part of the game like the running and gunning aspect because it, it feels so much more like an action star where you can be like hopping over cover, running at the guy shooting, and then, like, kicking him in the face. Like, yeah. like and somebody, like, it's pretty cool, but, like... Pretty dynamic. But, again, like, straight murdering people. And, like... A lot. And it's high... <laughs> like, the gunplay's, like, really high intensity, too. People are shooting rockets and throwing grenades. Right. Things are blowing up. There's dudes with miniguns, like, yeah, near the end game. <laughs> yeah, I know. It gets, like, the, the action's, like, out of control, but, like, it sets up really cool action scenes like the scene where in um nepal where you're being chased by the truck you're being chased by a helicopter while it's like you're falling down a building like the Mm -hmm. building is collapsing and you're shooting people and jumping out windows into the next building over like it's mind-blowing in its action scenes like those those it's a big spectacle yeah it's like those parts are really really fun Mm -hmm. but it's like the combat arenas those are the worst like do you remember Right after the the train sequence, oh, yeah. when when you're like in the snow and you're like a truck yard or whatever, and yep. it's just a giant arena and you're just you're shooting people and sneaking around and like, 
that's the game at its worst. Yeah, I actually I very much agree. It's it's the, that that was probably the low part of the game. Yeah, yeah, and then like even before that, like the train sequence is an unbelievable spectacle, but the combat that happens in between like the big set pieces, mm-hmm. fucking exhausting and like needlessly hard at times. Yeah. Like that's the part that I can't stand about the game. But it's like when you. You just have to get through some shitty action every once in a while to get to really, really mm-hmm. fulfilling set pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, that part's really good, and it's, like, it really tests, like, your reflexes and, like, thinking on your feet, kind of, um, in the combat. But then it's, going back to the pacing, like, it, then it transitions into, like, puzzles or, like, sequences where you're just, like, kind of walking around. So it's, mm-hmm. like, there's yeah. highs and lows, peaks and valleys to the game. Um that I, I think are really, really good. Like, what did you think of the puzzles in that game? So, like, the Tomb raider uh-huh. parts of it. Like, um, what did you think of that stuff? There was, like, the light puzzle. They were, like, they redirecting were, the... They were weak. Yeah, you didn't weak like puzzles. Them? Mm-hmm. The worst were the notebook puzzles, where basically oh. the answer is written down for you. You just have to go with, shuffle through a bunch of pages yeah. in order to find it. And then it makes me wonder... Where did this notebook come from? <laughs> it's awesome. I love what, the where? notebook. Look at this fucking notebook. He, I have a Nathan Drake notebook. He just like, she just like pulls this, like it's not even mentioned in the story at all. It's just like all of a sudden you get to this giant statue puzzle and the game tells you press select to pull out Nathan's notebook and then you open it up and it's like, oh, there's a very detailed, elaborate drawing of the statue I'm looking at and the exact position it needs to be in for me to advance this puzzle what? Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why do I have it? <laughs> I I agree that that's like kind of um like world breaking to a certain extent, but like mm-hmm. exactly to the opposite of that. Like I like that Nate's co- like carrying around a little notebook and he's jotting shit down. Like he, they he does it in like so many scenes. So it's not like you don't know you have it. I guess you yeah, don't it is know. in the cutscenes. It's, it's in the cutscenes. Like, you're never actively doing it, but, like, if you're paying attention to all the scenes, he's always writing shit down. And it's not nearly as much as the pages he has written, because, like, did you page <laughs> back through everything? I, I did look at stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, like, that's one of the things I think is really strong is, like, a storytelling device, is that you can page back through it any time in the game. Like, I, I have to check at different intervals, so, like, mm. 75% of the game, open it up, and go all the way back. Because there's pages in there that are not not needed for puzzles at all it's just like this is your journey like this is everything that happened pictures just of all flavor text the, yeah like pictures of all the uh awesome locales that you visit because you go to a bunch in the game like there's a lot of different environments you hit yeah um so th- it's it's fun flavor text right. that's what it is it's just flavor <laughs> text but it's i love it like it endears me to the world and to those characters you know but like i agree the puzzles as kind a puzzle weird. device, yeah. it doesn't work. As a just like character building, yeah. flavor text device, it's it's it, like, it's all right. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. But like, yeah, the puzzles are kind of weak. The only one I really enjoyed was the uh, the light puzzle where you had like the mm-hmm. the mirrors. You had to redirect that. Like that one was kind of fun. It was all right. Yeah. But like, all the other ones were kind of shit. Like the one, the one in Tibet where you're with like his Tibetan. Um, oh yeah, the the two person puzzle where like right. you have to like jump around like and he's doing stuff on the other side of the this big chasm like most frustrating puzzle of my life. Oh my god, yeah. that part fucking sucked. And usually, it's like again a good break in between action. Like you go through a high intensity action gun battle or set piece, get dropped into a place where you have to do like climbing shit into a puzzle or something. Yeah, and then right after you finish the puzzle, you know on cue action sequence again and it's like i like that the peaks and valleys of the game like that um but uh all right one thing i have to talk about right now because it's like my, okay. one of my favorite parts of the game is the the opening i think the opening of that game is one of the best <laughs> oh, of I all time i'm glad you brought that up why why is that the opening so the opening scene nathan drake wakes up he is sitting in the train car he realizes that he's been shot covered in blood yep then you find out that the train car is hanging over a cliff mm-hmm. and you know he falls to the end and has to climb back up yeah in order to not die like barely makes it climbs up to the top yeah really effective really solid opening scene gives you the climbing tutorial without yep. a single button prompt however yeah 
as you mentioned before, there was the train fighting sequence later in the game, yeah. which is one of the most frustrating action sequences oh, in the game. Like that that was the longest time I spent on thing. This the train action sequence, yeah, the worst. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, it throws you back into that exact same tutorial climbing thing, uh-huh. and then doing it again while being frustrated. Yeah, it just it just I I hated it. Okay. So when it first happened, I loved it, and then it happened again. I'm like, this is so frustrating. I have to do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's I I'm glad you. That's the exact one I had written down too. It's like the initial part. It's great. It teaches you all the mechanics mm-hmm. in a fun way, and it instantly grabs you. The game like grabs you by the neck. It's like fuck you. You are yeah. playing this game right now. It's like <laughs> it's like when movies start without credits. You know, like it gets right into yep. it. Like think of like uh, the Dark Knight. S- tip similar thing. Like you're you're mm-hmm. right in it. Um, but also you're right. a great introduction to the Uncharted 2 drinking game, which is wherever Nathan Drake jumps to something or is climbing on something and then it breaks, take a drink. That's fucking... I never thought to... That's awesome! That's a <laughs> you'll be, you'll be hammered. hammered by the time you get up the snowy train cart at the tutorial. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it happens like eight times. Oh, so many. <laughs> and if you do that over the course of the entire game, holy lord. Like every climbing sequence... Every something breaks. Something breaks. It's always and he always <laughs> escapes by like it's nothing. It's so great. I love it. Like the climbing is just so silly sometimes. It's, it's so silly. It's like the silliest thing to think a guy can do this. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's that um, power fantasy. You know, like mm. you are the most badass action star around, and you get to control it. You know, like, and it usually works. There's there's sometimes where it's like. It's a little broken. Like some of the control, like when you're trying to vault over stuff, or um, yeah. you're trying to like duck into cover, like with a circle, like that's kind of touchy. Sometimes it doesn't work exactly how I want it to, but it's cool. Like yeah. it's it's the game's very mobile, very mobile shit. All right, I want to loop back to the story. Okay, because I know we got got started on this train by starting about the story, and there's a second point I wanted to make about it. Yeah. So kind of a brief recap of the story. Mm-hmm. So Nathan Drake is told about. Uh, some Marco Polo, like, hidden treasure called the Chintamani Stone, Mm -hmm. hidden in Shambhala through different clues and investigations and tomb pillaging, finds the location of it, and we're, we, we think throughout the game that the Chintamani Stone is basically like a giant, very valuable gem. It's like a sapphire. But there's, it's always like alluded that it's more than that because of how much Lazarevich wants to find it. Right, and there's weird things happening around. Right. You, like, it's, it's eerie. It's like, eerie what's going about on. about two-thirds into the game, you're attacked by basically like a, a yeti, abominable snowman yeah, they make sort it, of creature. And yeah. it's, you know, you shoot it a ton because they give you like an infinite ammo they World do. War Two pistol. Yeah, no, but like they do because it actually, right. like, I watch I watch the bullet. Thing, like, <laughs> after you do one clip, it instantly goes to full again. Right. So yeah, you get in that fight. You don't yeah. actually kill it. You just fight it off. Yeah. And then near the, getting to like the very end of the third act, you find out that they weren't actually yetis. They were just like the guardians. The, like yeah. Dudes the residents just... of Shambhala that eat like a tree resin, which is what the Chintapani Stone actually is, yeah. and it gives them like super superhuman strength and, stuff, yeah. and vague but it, regeneration and immortality. But it makes them crazy too. And right, like, yeah. right. They're and like beasts. They're more beasts than men. So then at the end of the game you find out like, okay, we don't need to get this Chintapani Stone like just for the sake of having this really cool treasure. We have to stop Lazarevich from getting it or mm. else he's gonna get this power and then use it to take right. over the world. To what I reply, we've killed like three dozen <sighs> dudes who have gotten this power with almost no problem whatsoever. In a cutscene, Lazarevich one-shots one with a shotgun. Yeah. It's not like they build it up to be like this giant world-ending conflict. And then, you know, Nathan Drake, some regular dude just wielding a pistol, takes takes him on no problem. Yeah, takes takes it down. Like, I very much... In I didn't like that. When like, it went from a treasure hunting game to like to a, a save super, the world sh- game. That that game falls apart right after arguably its best moment, the train sequence. Right mm-hmm. at that moment, when you climb up that train the second time, ever since like ev- like every moment after that mm-hmm. is not nearly as good as the first half. Yeah. Like because that's when it starts turning to be supernatural. Like all of the Uncharted games, one, two, three all have a supernatural twist at some point. It's like zombies, or like, one was like zombies, 
I don't remember what three was, but it's a, like another fucking spooky. Ooh, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, not you cannot explain it other than it's like either magic or like crazy science. Right, drawing um, more comparisons to Indiana Jones. Exactly, exactly. So after that point, that's when the game falls apart. Like it, it's it's not it's not very good anymore. Like I love. Everything that happens when, like you said, it's a treasure hunting movie. Like, the love triangle between Elena and Chloe and Nate is great. Mm. It's really good. And it, like, it sets up this whole thing that, like, Chloe's the bad, sexy British chick who, like, <laughs> gets things done. And then Elena's, like, this good girl, but, like, hangs with Drake, like, no problem. She gets shit done, too. Mm. And it's, like, this good girl, bad girl thing. And Nate's, like, well, the bad girl is cool i guess and she's super hot and all this stuff she doesn't judge me for going out of adventures right exactly yeah exactly i can do whatever the fuck i want and then elena's like fine you're better than this man right um and it's and it's cool to see him like dealing with that because there there are cut scenes where it's like he's talking to both of them like when when the cameraman gets shot you remember that right and you're carrying him out and chloe's like freaking out on you he's like what the fuck leave him behind yeah and nate's like no way man not gonna do it that's like Elena's the good side that's bringing that out of him. Chloe's the, you know, bad side. It's his past, you know? Mm-hmm. When he was a thief and he wasn't, you know, out for just, like, the adventure part of it. When he was stealing to live, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, like, the part that Chloe represents. And, like, it's it's really, it, it's, it's really cool how they do that. Again, like, back to Sully. I wish <laughs> he was in this game more. Like, he's, like, like, if you, since you haven't played any of the Uncharted games, you, like, don't know Sully at all. Sully is in the entire first game, and he's, like, awesome. He's such a cool character. He's like Burt Reynolds. Just Burt Reynolds is hanging out with you, and he's old. See, I, the story of this game, I think, was just mediocre. Like, it won't surprise you once the entire game. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching the Uncharted 4 uh, gameplay trailer, and Sully's in it, and a I was ton. legitimately surprised that he survives to the fourth game. Yeah. Because he it just doesn't make any sense. Primed to be killed or to like turn evil or to no. like have some sacrifice. Because he's just he's just so that character. Yes. That him living doesn't seem right. Defies expectations, and it's the only time this game does that. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, <laughs> no, I totally agree. I I do agree with that. But like, the game is just it's just the fun part of the action movies. It's not trying to have some like crazy twists out of nowhere. Like, oh my god. Like, mm-hmm. This guy's dead now. Oh no! Like it's no like the the characters it is established are staying in it. These are the these are the players in the game, and they will always be. Yes. It's, I like I, that. I, I like that part of it. After hearing only about Uncharted and um, Last of Us through Reputation, I had much higher expectations of the story. I uh, I will say that the Naughty Dog games in general, it they they work on like a an awesome continuum like you they keep getting better they incrementally get better uncharted 3 is a step back from 2 mm-hmm. um graphically it's like way more impressive and it's a cool locale and all that um it's like it's very desert it's mm-hmm. deserty so like that that's kind of cool but storytelling it takes a step back and uncharted 4 it it's amazing. It's really, really good because they strip out all that supernatural bullshit, and it's a character story. It's about Nate and Elena, mm-hmm. and it's about Nate trying to not be a thief anymore, like completely strip away the adventurous part of him and be like a normal guy. And he gets pulled back in, and like of course, of he course, does. of course he does, <laughs> of course he does. It's, it's again a story that's been told tons of times. You're not gonna get blown away by it but Mm. the way that they tell their stories i think are really really solid i think like through the gameplay through these awesome set piece like quasi cutscenes, i think they tell a story that is not going to surprise you in a very impactful way that stays with you like to me i see uncharted as it's a movie it's a movie that you play and it's not going to surprise you and you're not gonna we're both gonna get the exact same story out of it it's not like a bethesda game it's not like an mmo it's you're building your own story Mm -hmm. and you're not i'm sorry you're not building your own story (laughs) you're you are 
experiencing what the director of the game wants you right. to get, right? Um, and that's what I like about it. It's 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 a very well told story, even though it's well trotted. Uh, I don't know. I I I dig it. I dig it. I'll respectfully disagree. Fair enough. I thought it was a well, I mean, a well trotted story that was told at at the bare minimum. I think this story <laughs> would be right at home in a PlayStation One shooter. Really? Yep. A PlayStation One shooter, like siphon filter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, um, the story. The story is passable. I agree that it's like a it's like a by the books blockbuster story. Yeah. But. So like the just, so like the yeah. gameplay is what took you out of it, right? Like so yeah, like you you struggled with gameplay stuff. So like getting to the next story beat, even though you know what's gonna happen, like you don't care anymore, right? Like is that like kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I grant, I grant, I wasn't a huge fan of the gameplay itself either. Mm-hmm. The gunplay, I think, is passable. The mm-hmm. climbing, the climbing's all right. It's kind of hurt by its own presentation in the climbing. I'll get to that, but like, yeah. In total, like the gameplay itself is serviceable. It's passable. It's all right. I wasn't like really immersed and compelled when I was playing the game, and then like getting to the next story beat, I wasn't. Yeah, like nothing was really driving me to complete the game yeah, they, to move on. The carrot on the stick wasn't wasn't working. For right, me. the carrot on the stick was just finishing the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, if, if this would be a good segue into gameplay. This is the worst joke ever, but it's great. <laughs> uh, so after the train scene, the game totally goes off the rails. Because <laughs> it's a train. <laughs> and it crashes. <laughs> it goes, goes off the rails. Um, but yet, like, if that game was like six hours shorter, I think it'd be... How long what, is the game? I don't even remember I think what my think game I timer po- was. I think mine was like 12. Well, that seems about right. Maybe, maybe less. Probably less. Yeah, I think this is the first time in a while I thought I wish this game was shorter. Yeah, like there's certain times that like I'm really enjoying a game, but I want to like want to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Like yep. this is one of those times that like I really felt that, and it's not because I didn't like the game. It's like you're kind of overstaying your welcome. Like yes. I already got what I wanted out of it, which is that block before the train sequence, like before you do that climbing section again. It's like, this is all great. It's all really good. Then as soon as the supernatural bullshit starts coming in and the story gets really squirrely at that point, like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I was racing again. I was trying to race to finish the game. Right. Right. Um, and that sucks. But I I still think that the first half of the game holds up really well and is really good. Um, but yeah, like it's just, it's too long. Too long. It's yeah. too long. Like, or or maybe it's just that its second half just really sucks, and you want and <laughs> you wanted possible. and you wanted to just be over. You want to remember the good shit mm-hmm. about it, not all that bad stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, I can admire what it tries to do with the gameplay because this came out what two thousand nine, so it's a seven year old game. That's shit. And it's probably one of the first times that, like as you mentioned, a game tried to have very dynamic moving mm-hmm. and like at sometimes three-dimensional combat yeah yeah and yeah i can admire it for trying that in execution it didn't work so well i felt like the gunplay was again all right the cover based mechanics was you know par for the course at that time and the controls for the covering wasn't they weren't great i did like the climbing and in the times where you could managed to like do a little bit of traversing vertically in a fight without being killed immediately it could be very beneficial and very nice near the end of the game when i was just trying to finish it my favorite strategy for fights was to find a ledge by a cliff and just hang off the edge of it and wait for guys to take come pot shots with your pistol then people would come up you'd throw them off you were immune to all damage grenades and otherwise <laughs> I never want to do that. I would just wait there <laughs> until I ran out of pistol ammo and then just throw people off the edge. That's so funny. <laughs> That's like fundamentally completely different than how I played how I played that game. Like I played running gun all the time. I died so many times just trying to do 
the fanciest shit. You right. Know, like, yeah. I like, would do that too. And I, I would then eventually I would just end up going to like just turtle gameplay. Just to, to finish. Slowly advance. Killing people when they pop their heads out of cover. Yeah. The guns didn't feel impactful to me either. It, it's funny. Like the automatic rifles mm-hmm. kind of suck. You They're know? terrible. And, and they feel and they all feel the same. It's either like it's either burst fire or has a scope. Mm-hmm. And there's like what four of them i think and yeah. they it's that's the only distinguishing factor like the picture did nothing i didn't know what they were all called like i was just oh this one has a scope i right. know what that like, yeah there's the one that like first appears like halfway through the game that you can zoom a little bit and yeah. then that's the one you just want to use right and there's maybe like a small beef with it um i feel like you have to get better at it as you play but like when you go through a giant combat zone and there's mm-hmm. guns all over the ground trying to pick up ammo for the one that you want instead of picking up another gun sometimes really all the fr- time i would some- be st- throwing away a gun because yeah. i was trying to pick up ammo for it like what i learned through playing that game is like okay think like an action hero an action hero would be trying to pick up the same gun he's already using he's picking up a different gun like he's running by <laughs> grabs a gun turns and shoots out like crazy shit right mm. like just dumb Action for the sake of action. Like, don't think about your own safety. Just fucking go for it. Like, that's kind of the gameplay of that game. It's like reckless abandon at all times, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Two other things with the gunplay that annoyed me. So, one is that I I timed this. (laughs) If you go from basically, like, just before dying health to the automatic regen to full health it takes 10 full seconds which is an eternity and any combat situation just grinds to a halt Mm -hmm. while you're waiting this far too long period of time for you to be able to stand back up and like make a move or make a shot again and every it would just break the immersion for me mid-combat see all the time i would run like i was always like running in that game like always running Mm -hmm. around like if i had low health i'm ducking and dodging out of there i'm not hiding behind a wall i'm jumping out a window and like like flanking them and then getting up against the wall like getting out of combat completely or at least trying to but there's but you're right there's a lot of times where you can't get out of combat you have to turtle it's because like they keep ratcheting up the intensity of the gunfights but like losing the part that it's like okay it's not the amount of guys i'm killing it's the interesting situation you're putting me in like right. I, I don't need to kill 50 guys to feel powerful i could kill five enemies but as long as it's like an interesting gameplay moment where like i have to climb up here jump down here like jump down kick the guy take his gun shoot this dude like do like a james bond you know moment mm-hmm. i'd rather have that than the battle theaters that they yeah. give you, you know? and then they try to like each one tries to be a set piece and they end up getting really stale yeah like I, I feel like when they start dropping those Gatling gun dudes into the game, like, it's like, okay, come on, come on. Like, what are you doing? Like, this this is, and that's like halfway through. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even like an end game thing. Like, their end game boss are those giant beasts. Yeah. That the like suck. Dudes that all fucking suck. They're popped like. Popped up on tree sap. <laughs> yeah. It's like fucking crystal meth. It's like the Breaking Bad crystal meth, but in like sap form. <laughs> and they're just like rubbing it on their eyeballs. Exactly. Freaking yeah. out. It's like, it's fucking crazy. And then, the part that is reminding me of Breaking Immersion so much is that, okay, you remember they first introduced those beast men, like the Guardians. Yep. And like you said, they're like impossible to kill. But then as soon as you get a crossbow, one shot kill. Yeah. It's like, what? I've been smoking this, I've been smoking them with like a shotgun, but then a fucking crossbow is mm-hmm. a, dun- like, I hated that so much. Oh my god, that's that such a trope me. in video games too. Like yeah. the bow and arrow is a one shot kill. Why? Like, then it's these a... like primitive handguns and rifles we've made. You have to raise half a clip to kill somebody. <laughs> right. It's that I hate that. Man. I hate that so much. So but... yeah, the re regen time, and then the other thing was the hand to hand combat is mm. actually pretty solid. It's like this it is proto Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Punch encounter, but the thing is, if there's more than one person alive at a given point in time, it is suicide to try hand-to-hand combat. See, my like I use hand-to-hand combat all the time, so what mm-hmm. I would do is, if I see a bunch of people like in a room, 
You run at him, shoot him a couple times with a pistol, or whatever gun you're holding at a time. You're just spraying around. Yeah. Usually if you hit, like, the melee button yeah, square... Yeah, you get, like, the running... One, one hit kill, and then you move on the next guy. You shoot him a couple times, and then, like, try to jump on his back. Or, like, I I think of it more as, like, I'm trying to, like, jump between guys as fast as possible. That did not work for me. So, like, <laughs> I, I felt like sometimes, almost, if you got into a melee combat situation... Some of the other enemies would stop shooting at you sometimes. Like, it wasn't all the time. Well, what what situation was that? Oh, I, I couldn't. I could never tell you. once happened. That, to that me. happened to me like a couple of times. Like, um, you just get yourself into a melee situation, and it just it gives you a couple extra seconds. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get the same impact from killing ten enemies as I do from like fifty, and they don't need to have mini guns to be like right. feel like you're doing anything. Like they try to to like ramp up like the the intensity of all this stuff. It's like you're not doing it in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, like towards the end of the game, it's just like ah, I wish this was like it used to be, and now it's it went in a direction I didn't want it to go, and it's like, but I really want to like you. I like <laughs> I really want to like like I love this first half of the game, and then mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, fuck that. What do you What do you think of the climbing in it? I love which it. is a which is a big part of this the game. Yeah, like that's like the main traversal is like climbing. Right. Like you, I would say, um, I I like it. Like it's it's fun, and it, you can do it quickly too. Like I learned very quickly in that game that if you just hit X a ton, you're just jumping. You're jumping from thing to thing. You can get through it quickly, or you could try to find different routes because it's not always just one path. You could right. take you could take multiple paths to get to your destination, which I liked, um, but uh, <laughs> it always broke immersion for me when you're doing a puzzle and you're in like the ruins of this <laughs> cave and he's climbing all around and everything and like figuring out the puzzle. It's like, wait a minute, these people designed this room when it was fully functional. Like, yep. how are you doing this when it's like in disarray? <laughs> you know, when it's completely broken down. Like, but it. It adds to the majesty of it. Like the one puzzle, uh, yeah, this is in the room with the with the mirrors, yep. and you're climbing that giant dagger. When you finish it, it slams into the dude's like the chest piece, and then like you go down into like the depths. Like that's cool. It's like a cool looking sequence. Like I try to just dis- like uh, suspend my disbelief through like stuff like that. Right. Like if every time you walk into an ancient tomb and then the mechanics are still functioning and it turns into a climbing puzzle. Like, I... Uh, you, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, you, you can't really, do, like, let that get to you because it does... Because it's a video game, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, did you analyze every little thing in Indiana Jones, too? It's like, oh my god, that that bag of sand was totally not the same size, <laughs> the same weight as that, like, cool little Inca thing. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, no, it's, a, it's an action movie. Like, shut up. Just fucking do it. Like, yeah. Because it looks cool. Like, just fucking go with it, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like the climbing too. I think the climbing yeah. it works well. It adds a lot to it. It lets you explore in, in a new, interesting way. A few times the design of the game sort of betrays you where you're not sure if what you're going towards is a ledge. Right, Or yeah. if it's just like a you Something know, else. texture on the wall. Right, that you'll fall off several of. several times because yeah. of that. Yeah, like so that's the type of stuff. It's like, yeah, just button that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if you could just... You know certain pathways people are going to take. It's almost like, how much did you QA everything? You know, because, like, I would have found this and mm-hmm. been like, hey, fix that. And I know it's, they probably did find that stuff. And it's like, how do you fix all of these little things like that? Yeah. But, like, if you're talking about, like, video game jank. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's not the biggest offender. Like, I think of games with way more jank than that. Oh, yeah. That... I can deal with a little bit. It, it's at the end of the day. I think so. At the end of the day, it's, it's a video game. It's it was their second Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. You know, unless did they do that Vita one in between one and two? I don't <laughs> think so. I think the Vita one came after two. Mm-hmm. I'd have to check that. Though. I don't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. But anyways, it's it's a difficult thing to build. So like some of that jank, I'm like, eh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm able to forgive stuff like that it's kind of like a weird nitpicky critique if you're like yeah oh the graphics are too good and <laughs> yeah. stuff is too detailed yeah and exactly artistic and um <laughs> speaking of artistic there's one scene in this game yep. that i i completely forgot about after playing it for um after playing it the first time i'm so glad that we we played it through again because like it's the smallest little thing but i think it's like the the most like telling of how cinematic 
they thought their game out. So, Tibet, when you're in those ice caves and you're first being introduced to like the monsters, the guardian guys, right? Yep. There's a climbing sequence where you're climbing up the wall. Like it's it's really hard to to like describe with words, but you're climbing you're climbing from the right to the left, and the camera's really zoomed out. Um, it's almost like a square type frame, and you're climbing from from right to left, and as you like you pull yourself up onto like a ledge where there's like a snowy white background the foreground moves and it reveals itself to be like the monster it's like the silhouette of the yeah, monster right that. it wasn't that really cool so that was like, really good yeah it's it's so interesting that's like the shit that's like that's a move that's a movie thing and it's but it's in my video game right and you that know? ice cave sequence is set up very well for that that yeah that's when stuff that's when you first think like there's more to this yeah than initially thought. Yeah, exactly. And you're like let on this weird cryptic, uh, like search mission with some guy who doesn't speak English. Right. Yeah. Was it Tenzin? I think his name. Tenzin. Is. Yeah. 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 He's then... a cool character. Like even though they can't converse at all, like Nate and Tenzin can't speak at all. Right. They speak through their actions. So there's a part where Tenzin saves Drake by grabbing him, and then right after that, Nate saves him in like a very similar fashion, and they like not at each other and they, right. they speak through this nonverbal like there's still communication there that, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good relationship like I, I like, like and, and it's told through gameplay it's mm-hmm. told through gameplay not through cutscenes I love that stuff like that's that's the the intermingling between cinema and video game that happens in this game that I really really enjoy that like they can tell these really interesting tales and build these characters through gameplay itself and the neat camera tricks like how many times, like, I counted at least three or four, like, wipes from one emotional scene, and they wipe, and then, like, you're into the next action scene, like, in the middle of the scene, basically. And it's like, that's a that's a movie thing. Like, it seems like a movie cut, but it's it's a game, you know? Like, I really like that. Um, mm-hmm. I should find a video of that. That, um, that moment? Yeah, that foreground yeah. shifting thing, and put it in, like, the show notes. Because, like, it's a cool, that's a cool scene, man. Like, mm-hmm. I really, really dug that. Um, And then, I mean, for all my gripes about, like, the story and the gameplay, the presentation... Top notch. Yeah, it's just... Like, it set set a new standard in 2009 when this came out. See, and that's, that's, like, what I was saying before, the continuum of Naughty Dog. They, They keep getting better. Like, Uncharted 2 was the best thing at the time. Like, it was groundbreaking. But now looking back on it, it's like, hmm, games... Are, are better at this now, but mm-hmm. they're better at it because they had that game to look at and be like, holy shit. Like, that's impressive. Like, that's a that's how you can tell a story in a video game? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and even if you look at Naughty Dog games after that, like, The Last of Us, we're just skipping Uncharted 3. That game is, <laughs> that game is such dirt. Oh my god. <laughs> it, that game's really bad. That's that a really bad game. Um, but The Last of Us is one of the most incredible storytelling games, like, out there it's it's really fucking good and like i feel like you would have some of the same critiques of that game as you do of uncharted because like it seems that like the gameplay loop that is like a naughty dog game isn't like your favorite thing but that's not what you come to those games for at least in my opinion you come to a naughty dog game to get this cinematic video game experience Mm -hmm. and like everything is fun but it could be done a little bit better like here or there but like the stuff they nail like knock out of the park it's like industry standard stuff you know it's the best there is um okay here's something that bothers the fuck oh hit me hit me with it so do you remember okay going back to that part in tibet when you're with tenzin and they're climbing around like the snow cave or whatever tenzin is able to pick up that grappling hook Use it no problem. But Nate Drake cannot figure it out for some reason. He has no idea. He even remarks of it in one of his little quips. He's like, you know, it's not just so easy to throw the thing up there. He's like, oh, well, I guess it is. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, God. It's like, why can't he pick that up? And then in that sequence, Tenzin just finds, like, four different grappling just hooks. Just lying on the ground. People are just leaving grappling hooks left Thank and right. Thank God these Nazi ropes have not deteriorated. <laughs> it's fine after German. After 70 years. Fine German rope German making. engineering, man. <laughs> <laughs> their ropes run forever, just like their cars. Yep, yep. There's a lot of, yeah, there's, like, a lot of 
plot convenience stuff like that. Yeah, which is it's it's, it's suspe- really. suspend your disbelief. But like the thing that bothers me the most about that grappling hook is that it seems like something very easy for Nate to be able to do, just in the sense that. It's the same character model, right? Like, it's the same... <laughs> they have the same animations. Like, yep. they didn't script all this brand new animations just for, like, the other climbable characters. They all use the same basic stuff. Why couldn't you just give that to Nate instead? Let him be the grappling hook guy. You gotta have Tenzin do cool stuff, too. Yes. The best... Okay. I still like this game a lot. I just don't like the fact you can't use a grappling hook. Is, it seems is that, so is that easy. The, is that the one thing? No, there's a lot of things I don't like about <laughs> the game. Like, I, I, I've said a, said a bunch of things that I don't... Mm-hmm. necessarily agree with there like, is one plot convenience thing that really bugged me what was that so you're in the jungle this is like i think like the first time you see lazarevich and you like blow up his camp or something okay yeah I and think then I you meet up with time. sully and it's like he must have been looking for marco polo's sailors that yeah. they crashed somewhere in this jungle but he couldn't find them and then you, Sully, walk for, like, five minutes, <laughs> and then you just find all of them. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, they couldn't can... just follow the one path out of their camp <laughs> to where all the corpses were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some stupid shit like that. <laughs> That's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. So that was, like, the one huge plot convenience thing where it's like, are you serious? Okay. And with the graphics, with the design, the eyes. Yeah! Are oh, so. Haunting. They're like glossy and they like gl- reflect like you're looking in a bright window all the time. Chloe's eyes scare me. Terrifying. The sh- <laughs> yeah. She looks like Medusa. <laughs> she looks, it looks like she's about to. If you stare into her eyes, you will turn to stone. Mm. You. It's so ridiculous. That just like the character models in general, I think are really good. Other than the fact that like they do not care about showing you Chloe's butt. They're always just zooming up, like, look at this giant video game butt to take a look at. It's they never do that shit with with uh, Elena's character. It's always mm. Chloe because she's not the saucy she's British not, lass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The hot British chick, you know. Mm, yeah. Um. So. I gotta ask you, did you did you like this game? Like, would you give how many haze? How many, <laughs> how many haze? How many haze? Uh, Are hey, we? Is this now? Yeah. Hey, I like this game. Canon. Yeah, I don't that we know. rate it. How I'm many haze out of five? Yeah, it's how many haze out of a ballpark? <laughs> um, scale, scale is just we make it up on the spot. Okay, I, I will give it. Three unusable grappling hooks <laughs> out of five. Okay. Where I'm glad I finally played a cinematic Naughty Dog game. Yeah. It doesn't make me sad that I, like, missed out on this whole series. Yeah. I don't... If Would I you... were if I were to, like, talk to somebody who's like, don't really play games much, like, I'm looking for, like, a good, fun action romp i might be like yeah uncharted would be a good works, one works but right. if i were to talk to somebody who's like really like hardcore, plays a lot of games hardcore guy and told me like somebody like me who said like hey i've never actually played the uncharted series do you think i should pick it up i would tell them that you're really not missing out too much okay okay so also, also in would you mm. would you play another one though would you would you play uncharted one or three or four i would maybe play four because i hear four is the best but I would rather play Last of Us before any other Uncharted. Okay, I got you. And I, I honestly, this really tempered my expectations towards eventually playing Last of Us. Really? Yeah. Huh. I we're gonna have to do that one then because I would love to see the comparison that you can draw between it because like I, I think that game like takes all of the right steps, you know, from Uncharted Two. Like, um, I still like this game. Like even. Even though it's flaws, like we spoke a lot about the flaws. We in did, game. yeah. Like I still, it doesn't change my opinion of it. Like again, I think the first half is incredibly strong, and the second half really fucking weak. The game is unbalanced, and it's good to bad parts. You know, yeah. there's way more. Like the first part is almost all good. The second part is damn near all bad. You know, <laughs> it's not not the sweetest mixture, but it's still 
fuck, I love it. I still love that game. And I like where it led them. You know, yeah. it led them down a path to make some of the best games ever. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I think I give it seven haze out of a uh, 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 pack of pack of wolves <laughs> but I don't th- <laughs> I don't think that's a <laughs> I don't think that's a rating system nope. I g- also there were no packs of wolves in this game yes there was, was? In, in the snow in the snow thing with Tenzin remember they're walking uh, around yeah. you never fight the wolves because but then you there. see a bunch of dead wolves and you're yeah. like what well, killed the wolves yeah exactly it's the fucking yeti blue yeti people blue yeti people I kind of like that they were blue they're like you're like pissed off smurfs they're like (laughs) if smurfs smurfs did a bunch of crystal meth that's what happened taller they got tall they just fucking hulk out (laughs) it's if papa smurf got hit by a radioactive gamma ray and turned into a hulk there we go new head cannon (laughs) (laughs) yep um okay so i think that does it yeah yeah what what game are we gonna do next time tony I don't know. That's uh, this first one was my game, Jake. So yeah. what? What's what's your game gonna be? You know, a game I really liked. What game do you like? FTL Faster Than Light. Well, we'll see if I like it. Let's find out. I actually do like it. <laughs> I do like it a little bit. All right, I think that does it. like that game is a show about two dudes that like video games every episode one of us comes up with a game that we enjoy that we like that the other person has not played i guess so yeah and then we both play that game again one for the first time another for for the first time in perhaps a while yeah and then we have a critical discussion about that game it's really about people (laughs) and the games we play Thinks about that mustache. As That's people. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer. First episode. Hey, Must- like that game. Mustache. Jake is wheeling a mustache. Did we even introduce ourselves? I don't, I don't, I don't think we need to. Okay. It's just Jake and Tony. Next time on Hey, I Like That Game. <laughs> Tony, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on every episode, though. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Fatality.